So, so remember, grab your cup of coffee, grab your journal. If you don't have one of my journals, grab a notebook, grab a pen, go find a sheet of paper, take really, 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 really good notes. And, you know, so there was a young lady that came to Main Street's Propel event and she came up to me. She had her journal with her so she could take notes. Let me tell you, I knew she was taking notes a lot because, man, the, the journal was beat up. And in my head, I was trying to, I, I, I didn't say it and then she was gone. But if you are, if that's you and you're you, I signed your journal that was like really, really beat up. Send me a DM so I can send you a new journal. Because I was like, yeah, we need a new journal because she probably needs a new place to start writing. So, so yeah, so thanks for joining me for another episode of Coffee with Carrie. You know the drill. Tell me where you are watching from. Tell me where you're watching from and then click on the little paper airplane and let's invite a few friends. Let's see, who can I blow up this morning? We need my husband, Mark. Is he here? <clears throat> are you in the building? Oh, and someone just really made Mark's day when we were at the, the tech event. There was a young lady that came up to Mark and she was like, you know what? When I'm having that really challenging day, I go watch you and Carrie's video, the Mark and Carrie show. So we need to come back. We need to come back. So, hey, we got Washington in the building. We've got Chicago. No one knows where Illinois is, right? We're just Chicago. Although if I live in the suburbs and I say I'm from Chicago, my Chicago folks will get me. They're like, nope, 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 nope. So, yeah, let's see. Halos Parks, I'm trying to read, I, you know, you know, I probably really, really need these on. You guys know I probably really, really, really need these on. Oh, not too bad. No, no glare. Maybe not. But we'll go with this for now. So thanks for joining me. Invite a friend. It's that time of year where I think we could get up to 100 followers, at least after, uh, people viewing after Labor Day, because I don't know where all of you have been. Like, where have you been? So here, let me zoom in, you know. Let me, maybe, maybe I'm not zooming in or maybe I'm turning this sideways because all of you know that I take notes here. I take notes in my journal. Again, we are on around page 140. I am working on a new workbook. Ebony is the reason, really the true reason, but I'm also the first six weeks in real estate should launch, launch in a couple of weeks. So if you are not in my membership and you're a new real estate agent, I've got the whole package just for you. All right, Bowling Brooks in the building. All right, you guys, you know you kill me because your names are not your names, but I can't see it anyway. But, you know, I really, really, really want your names to be your names. But don't worry. Mine says digital marketing strategist. I get it. I get it. I get it. So thanks for inviting a friend. Thanks for joining me all over Estados Unidos. Thank you for joining me. Build your 2023 sales funnel with me. Now, if you have the journal, you went through a series with me when this launched during COVID, like. 2022 COVID. Um, on page 140, I, I tell you, you're running a business and you have to take the business seriously. So when I think back, let me, let me just kind of remind all of you, like when I think back to my first year in real estate, no one told me certain things. They didn't tell me how to manage my business. They didn't tell me I had to get up, get dressed, get out the door. They didn't tell me, but let me tell you what I knew. Um, they told me that I had to generate my own leads. But I knew that I call all my friends. This is 2001. I, you know, and let me just, let me say this. I want to remind all of you, thank you for joining me for another episode of Coffee with Carrie and keep inviting your friends. No one told me that I had to generate the business, but what I knew was is I didn't want to have to go back to real work. 
although I did kind of have real work, um, you know, I was working part-time at a, the local church, but I knew that I real estate needed to work for me because I had to be at home with my kids. So my first deal, you, some of you know the story, 15 days, had my first listing, closed it in 30 days, had two more deals after that, another listing and another and a buy, which was a for sale by owner. Never got recorded, but it's now recorded. Our MLS allows us to record deals that were not closed through the multiple listing service, which is cool. So, so here we go. So I'm going to put, so around page 140, you were running a business like a business. So everyone, here we go. Uh, when I say build your 2023 sales funnel with me, everyone will build their funnel based on your funnel is going to be different from my funnel. However, you can use the tips and tricks that I give you to build a sales funnel. I was having a conversation with someone and they were like, I'm having a hard time being motivated. And then I heard this quote on Instagram and motivation isn't a thing. Consistency is. So when we do this, some of you just need to be consistent and it really does work. So you're going to build your sales funnels based on your, your area, like the neighborhood you live in, your networks and past business. You also might build it based on referrals. You also might build it based on your family and friends. And you know my story with family and friends. Love family and friends. But that you might say, Carrie, they don't trust me. You just need them to refer you. Right? Right. It might be past jobs. It might be the businesses that you patronize every week. Like you need to go and get outside. So now there is always an opportunity to adjust and grow or even build a team. So when we talk about 2023 goals, I'm really focusing on your sales funnel, but some of you might say, I need to readjust and do things differently. If you're new, you just need to start. And I'm not saying this in, in, in well, I'll say it, I'll, I'll add it to my talk. So I'm not going to say what I, th what I thought I was going to say. Here we go. Your goals are your goals. Your goals are your goals, not my goals. Um, focus on your business, no one else's. Now, I focus on my agent's businesses. I focus on those that are in the agent journey membership. I want you to succeed. I really do want you to succeed. I want you to get to the point where you can run your real estate businesses successfully. So even though we look at Instagram and Instagram has most of us messed up, right? We could be the, 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 the most... The, the, let me think of it like this. You could be the best digital marketer online, but you're so good at it that you forgot you still have to do the business. So when I say focus on your goals, your goals. So if your goals are one deal every two months, that's your goals. If your goal is one deal every month, those are your goals. If you're in, and some of you might have five kids and you're like, I'm just trying to figure out how to get one every quarter because maybe your spouse works full time. Or you're like, I just need one every quarter because I'm dual career. You're just trying to get into the business. They're your goals. You don't have to do 40 million volume a year. You don't have to. You might get there eventually, but your goals are your goals. Um, but other, uh, now, first of all, now there's something about Instagram and Facebook. And when we post close, 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 let these people motivate you. When you see that someone else has posted a deal. So if I see that Dominique has posted it that just closed, okay, motivation, Dominique's closed and I need to close. I don't have to be envious. I don't have to be jealous. Congratulations. Let me go. Let me go do my business. Like we, this is what we do all day. I wish I had my iPod. We scroll, we scroll, we scroll. We look at what everybody else is doing, but you need to do your own work. Okay. So now 
Um, and if any of you have questions, use the question mark in the bottom right-hand corner and I will do questions at the end. So again, let other people motivate you, but don't change your business. Not for me, not for anyone. Now you might adjust, like you're growing, you know, might adjust. So in, uh, now let me say this, if you're like, oh, I like what, um, let's see, I, I'm trying to see names. I like what, um, you guys, these names, Muhammad is doing, right? I like what Miko is doing. Oh, that's a great idea. How can I adjust and do something like that? That's different. So your goals are your goals. Now, remember, you got to come back to why you're in the real estate business, because that'll help you get up and get dressed and get moving. We, you know, and it will keep you motivated and consistency will keep you with a paycheck. Oh, let me say that again. Let me say it again. Your why will keep you motivated, but consistency will keep you with a paycheck. Some of you need to write that down because today I was talking to an agent and we're like, you know, first of all, if some of you got into the business, you retired from an industry and now you're in real estate and you're like, I don't really have to do this. You don't really have to do this. But if you're like, if you have a why and your why is I just want to take a luxury vacation every year, that's it. If your why is you're 50 years old and you got into the business because you don't have assets and you want to buy one investment property every six months. That's your why you got to do this. So you need to close deals. Why? Because you, that's your, that's your goal. So write that down. Your why will keep you motivated and consistency will keep you with a paycheck. Most of you right now, we're kind of feeling that shift in real estate, right? Anyone feeling it? Um, for the first time in many months, unless you just listed properties wrong, right? We got price changes. I've signed a few. If we're doing price changes at my office, you listed too high. If you're doing price, this was back during like the last two years. You just were too high and it just, people didn't want it or the house was not awesome or a dump and you just were dreaming big. So for the first time, we're really starting to see these price changes and houses are sitting on the market a little bit longer. Now, um, we're also seeing more canceled listings and expires. Now, write this down. Here's the bonus. I haven't gotten into my list yet. All of you need to sep September, September through like October, there will be more expires. January 1st of every year, there are a lot of expires. Write that down because I'm telling you how to build your pipeline or your funnel. So, you know, there's other ways I find cancels and expires. But then around October through December, people strategically cancel because they just didn't sell. So people, so agents, when they work with their buyers, it, um, you know, and there's no standard when we list properties. There is truly no standard. However, some brokerages might say when, depending on the market, you might list a property for three months, 90 days. But when the market starts to shift, we change how long we list properties. There's no averages or standards. There's no um, perfect way to put a property on the market. Although your brokerages might tell you how long before you list a house today, you need to look at how long they're sitting on the market. And then there's strategy in all of this. So you're getting some bonuses right now. So if I know you're a top producer, I'm telling you my secrets and you guys know, cause this is what happens after I go live, you go look me up on home snap and you're like, she's not selling anything. She can't teach me. I have 32 agents. That's their job. And I have a husband that is closing on two investment properties well one won't be an investment property we might keep it and live in it kind of um but one is a flip and it's coming bellwood anyone so M mark really does work on flips and he's the, the listing agent or the buyer's agent 
I, so don't go look me up and like, she can't teach me anything. I've been doing this since 97. You guys go look up somebody else. So um, strategy is, and I, I'm not going to go look more. I'm not going to say one of your names for real, but let's say I picked one of you on Instagram or Facebook. Let me go see who's watching me on, um, on Facebook, my Facebook folks. Let's see. Um, so if you are, if I watch you as a real estate agent, I can look, if you are someone that lists on a certain day, I can go look up your history to see how long your properties are listed on the market based on your expires. So I can pretty much guess some of the ages that are top producers, cold callers, next, 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 no building of relationships when your deals are going to expire. That was a lot, right? I can figure you out and I can go after your deals. I'm, it's fair game. Now in your own offices, talk to your managing brokers. Don't burn bridges. So here we go. In Northern Illinois, right now, right now, because this was this morning, I didn't walk, I didn't work out, I violated all my rules. I was looking up pre-foreclosures because I just came back from Detroit, again, had the privilege of, of teaching the socially savvy agent in Detroit, and we got back late, I crashed at like 7.30. So I had to do this this morning, I had to take my notes. There are 6,909 pre-foreclosures that did not have not hit the market from a little bit below Joliet up to the Wisconsin border, all the way over to ah, like Sterling, Illinois, over to the Indiana border, like Lake Michigan. Let me say it again, 6,909. In um, Northern Illinois, we have about 2,070 bank-owned homes that haven't hit the market. And then I went back a step further and looked at the equity. And most of these houses still have equity in the home. So the conversation might be a little bit different. Now, I also looked up Central Florida because you guys know that I'm now licensed in Florida. And there were, and you know, I probably need to go look it back up to tell you where I was at. But um, I started in Orlando and kind of went out and just looked at the middle of Florida. So there were 2,086 pre-foreclosures and most of these homes still have equity. So sellers might still be able to profit if they list their homes. So when you start thinking about we're building a sales funnel for 2023, that might be a part of your process. So here's what's um, true. Many of our cities still have low inventory. So you need to keep learning about data and explaining the data to your clients. If you never invest, if you are in the agent journey, all of you need to go back to January and rewatch um, how to explain data. All of you need to go back and watch it. If you aren't in the agent journey, you have two options. You can either buy the data course or you can join the agent journey and go back to January, 2022, and you can watch it. And if you're like, Carrie, how do I get it? If the link should be in my bio, if it's not, it'll be there by the, um, when I'm done. So, um, so let's talk about your sales funnel, 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 funnel. You need leads. So let me, let me do this. Let me hold this up. So you, I, I should have went and got a funnel out of my, um, kitchen cabinet. So you have a funnel, right? A funnel, you pour things in and it gets smaller as you go. So, so, you know, like when you're, when you have to, you know, strain, like for those, do any of you keep the, the cooking grease in your house, the Crisco, anyone? I used to see people do this all the time. I'm that one, everything goes out, but I hear it's better if you use it again, maybe bacon. I don't know. Somebody teach me something there, Nika. So you have a funnel and you need to funnel things into a smaller um, container. Same thing with real estate. You have a funnel. And um, for those of you that are on Facebook, maybe I'll show you the funnel. Maybe I'll go show you my funnel. Yeah, that's what I'll do. So, um, oh, let's see. So here's, the, here's, here's what I want you to see. You need leads. 
as a real estate agent. So when you think of a funnel, right, you need all these leads to pump into your sales funnel. So once you have leads, um, and we're going to talk about, you know, what's depending on all of you, what that really means. Here, I'm like sharing my screen on Facebook. So if you ever go back to Real Estate Live where Marky and I have a group, you'll see the, the picture of this. I'm like, yeah, you got to like show me here. I'll, I'll take my camera off. I never do this when I teach. Um, so here we go. I'm going to I'm going to flip my camera around. You guys know I never do this. So. Um, oh, and it's, oh, there we go. So here, I'll show you the, the better version. So you have a sales funnel. You need leads. So for those of you that are in the agent journey, I taught a whole class on this. You need leads, many leads. Then you then they turn into prospects and then prospects turn into customers. You need to convert these customers into a client and then there's your paycheck. In all of this, real estate works a little bit differently than other sales industries because relationships will matter the most because these are because real estate is almost like, um, let me say it like this, real estate is different because we're selling one of the largest um, purchases that anyone will ever make in their entire life. And sometimes it's one, sometimes it's one. So as a real estate agent, our goal is to generate many leads, which will turn into a prospect. They end up in your client relationship management tool. Then they become a customer. You convert that customer into a client and then it becomes your paycheck. So all of you need to, you might need to rethink some things because how, how many leads are you generating every single month, right? Are you generating enough business to get to the paycheck? So when we say leads, right, you need leads, prospects, they turn into customers. Uh, and a customer could be that way for years because they're not ready to buy or a prospect could stay that way for years. But then you convert them into a client, which is now making decisions to buy, sell, list. Uh, a, it could be an investor, could be commercial, could be business, um, could be a tenant. Now they're, they're, they're helping you with your income. So that's what we need to do first. Now, here we go. So number one, write this down. And I'm going to turn off my camera on uh, or, or sharing on the other screen. So number one, how many deals do you want in 2023? If you were in the membership, we did this uh, last Monday or on Monday. And we talked, we went over data. So how many deals do you want in 2023? So tell me, for those of you that are watching on Facebook, how many deals do you want in 2023? Remember, there's 12 months. That's 12 months in a year. How many deals do you want in 2023? Write it down in the feed. And then some of you still might need to figure out how to finish your transactions for or how to reach your goals for 2022. So, oh man, I, I need to get, I, now my calculator's not there. So, um, and I don't know all of your markets, but I saw 50 deals. So I'm gonna go with my marketplace. So the, the next thing I need to do is when I, and I saw, um, let's see, Kitty Wallace said 50, I think. I saw someone else said 50, someone said 20, someone said 24. Here's my next question. And some of, I don't care if it's 50 or 20, it's still doable. It doesn't matter where you are, it's still doable. So now number two is, you know how many deals you want. And I didn't even say your income goal, but let's go with you want, um, I usually, you know, look at this differently. If I, if my income goal is hundred thousand dollars a year and my split is 80, 20, and I know all of our splits are different. I know I need to sell 5 million. 
to get to that 100,000. So that's just an easy formula. So, but I also know that if I'm going to do 50 deals a year and, um, and Kitty, tell me uh, how, what's your price point in your, in your area? So we're, I'm counting your money. But I also know number two is remember to use the formula for the best house to sell in your area. But also know if you're working in the right area, you're more likely to generate leads. So I have to think about this ethically here. So what do I mean by that? If you are someone that doesn't own a home and you want to sell and you're, you're new in the business and you want to do luxury, it doesn't mean you can't. But let's just say you grew up with a gold spoon in your mouth, your, your family knows everyone, you're probably going to be okay. But if you don't know the luxury industry, you're going to have to take a class. So, or if you're someone that lives in an area where houses sell for 200 or maybe even 60,000, because I know it's different in every market, you're going to work differently. So you need to know the area you work in because you're going to work a little bit harder. So for example, if I know that I want to do 5 million a year, I'm using my, my giant calculator here, and I know that I'm going to do 50 deals, although that means I'm selling $100,000 houses. So on the flip side, what I would do is I would go to my multiple listing service. If I want to, if I want to make $100,000 a year, I'm going to go and look at what the median sales price is in my market. Because then what it will tell me is if I do 50 deals and I'm doing 50 deals and um, the median sales price is, I'm making this up, 250. Um, so 50 deals, I'm going to sell 12.5 million in volume. But now I know um, 12 million in volume. And now I divide 12 million by uh, 250. Then I now know I have to do 50 transactions. So if you look at it from how much volume do you need, then if you do the math, you'll figure out how many deals you really need to do. So number two is I want all of you to use the, go to your MLS and figure out what the median sales price is in the area you're going to work in to figure out and figure out the best house to sell. And it could be 325,000 and it's a three bedroom because that's typically the inventory. Um, and, and, and here's the next part of number two is do you know your market? And when we pick areas, like I grew up in Broadview, I know the market. I know the market. I know the market. I live in a different city now, West Chicago, and I know the market. Um, I'm more likely to list one of the townhouses because I work for the builder. And boy, I know everything about the whole subdivision. I know the one, the one building or the one unit that has one bedroom. Who does that? But they, were, they couldn't get pregnant. They, weren't, they didn't thought, think they would have any kids. And so what happens when you stop worrying about getting pregnant? Now, I know this is not true. It's not, this, is not a, this is not me saying that you shouldn't adopt, none of that. But what I'm saying is, guess what happened when they had that one bedroom? She got pregnant. So I know everything about that area. So you need to know the market. And some of you need to come see me in another class so I can teach you how to read data. Number three. To build your funnel, you need to be consistent with your marketing. I'm going to go traditional. And I know my social media marketers, there are some of you that are great with social media. You have figured out social media works and you can generate leads. However, some of you still need to do direct mail every single month to your database. If you're new, you got to keep building your database. I don't care if it's 10, 10 pieces of mail a month. 
you got to start. You also need to pick a neighborhood and you need to mail consistently to that neighborhood. And then, um, you know, you might pick a niche. For me, it was first time home buyers. And in my MLS, I, I literally have um, the ability in my MLS to figure out how many, well, I can't type today, how many properties um, were rented. And I'm going to, to make this really relevant because I think I might be able to do this in the Florida MLS. I just haven't tried it. I know I can do it in Georgia or Atlanta, Georgia. So what's your niche? And if you're a first time home buyer, especially if you're in my neighborhood or my neck of the woods, like Northern Illinois, you should be doing this. So I can literally, I'm going to tell you right now. Oh, I must have saved that as a default. Um, I'm just, I'm just going to tell you right now in Northern Illinois, and I'm going to put in uh, August, November, August, September, October, November. So I'm going to put in November. What's today's date? 26, 2021, which was last year. And then I'm going to put in December 31st, 2021. So right now in my entire MLS, in my entire MLS, because some of you need a lead, there are 3,159 potential buyers. So could that be your niche? Buyers, buyers. Inventory sitting a little bit longer, but it's still low. And if I were to change this and look at the sales funnel through today, which is August 26, 2022, boy, did I mess that date up. There are in the entire MLS, there are, oh, wait for it. Don't tell me you can't generate a lead. 31,044 potential buyers. Well, let me, let me make it even better. 31,044 potential landlords that need to sell. That don't know that inventory is still low and median sales prices are still up. You have no excuse. So number three, you need to build your sales funnel and be consistent. And if you're like, Carrie, I just need one way to be consistent. Mail every single month. 100 pieces. You're like, I can't do 100, do 50. Can't do any of that. Go buy doorknob bags from Amazon or U-L-I-N-E, U-Line, and walk your neighborhood. That's what I did. You have to start somewhere. Number four, you must build relationships. You got to network. And because I was talking to my sister, this got added. You need to listen to what others have to say and use that to have a great uh, connection. So when the next time you see them, you can be like, hey, Mark, oh my gosh, I remember you like cars. And then you start up a conversation and then people are like, oh, they remember who I am. And now when you build relationships here, what, here's what happens. And I was, I'm, I'm not going to give away everything here, but I was talking to someone and they said they bought a house from this agent five years after meeting them because she was at a networking event. And she's like, I always said, if I go to buy a house, I'm going to call this agent because she went outside. So you got to network. And I'm going to say some of you need to realize not just networking with us. Although I do want you to come see me in person. And I keep saying it, but I'm working on it. I'm, I think September or October will be first. Guarantee in October, I'm coming to Minnesota. We're figuring that out. But uh, the Carrie Roadshow or Coffee with Carrie on Tour, we're going to figure it out. I got to come back. I got to come see all of you. Uh, I probably should just start in Illinois. So your number four is you need to build relationships. You got to go out and you got to meet with people. You got to talk. My introverted people, have a drink. <laughs> Here we go. So you got to go meet people, go to different, go to, go to um, your chamber of commerce meetings, go to the meetings with, that the city has, go to events, talk to people, get outside of your comfort zone or create the event. How about that? Create the event. Number five, when you receive a lead, and again, this was the 
this was the coaching call this week, uh, not this week, uh, last week for uh, the agent journey. We did a whole course and, um, and I'm going to actually reteach it to my office on converting a lead. Ebony was one of my examples. She was a seller and I was the listing agent. And then another person was the uh, buyer and someone else was a tenant. And they ring, ring, they called me and I actually, we role played all of it. So some of you need to realize you got to figure out how to convert and I showed them how to convert. So number five, when you receive the lead, you have to know how to convert and then you have to follow up. So put them in your client relationship management tool. This is a debate with Mark and I. No one is perfect. Trust me, this is um, a debate. I agree, Carrie, come back to Atlanta. Okay, Ebony, let's, let's talk to Karen. We need to figure that out. And number six, always ask for the business. And number seven, and always ask for referrals. So number six, you, you have to ask for the business. Now, I don't mean we're out and about and you're like, hey, I'm a realtor, I'm a realtor, I'm a real estate agent. Hey, 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 here's my card, here's my card, here's my card. It gets kind of weird. But if you don't start posting, like for example, if you have a great closing and you ask your buyer to give you a testimonial, they do a video, you might post and say, hey, uh, you know, post that video so people can say, you know, I really love working with Carrie. She, fought, she did a great job. She found a needle in the haystack and we love our home. Post it. The other thing you need to do is when you go to real estate events, people need to see that you are in the real estate industry. We need to, people need to know that you're in the business of real estate and, and you need to comment on social media. So you need to not just watch, watch, watch. Cause remember I said, this is what we're doing on Instagram. We're like, Ooh, look at Ebony. Oh, wow. Oh, you know, we're, we're so consumed with, with Instagram, TikTok, Facebook reels, Instagram reels, YouTube shorts. I was on Pinterest for 30 minutes trying to, I'm coming up with the gala outfits. Like we're so consumed that we forget that we need to make sure people are consuming our content. So it's not just about posting, just listed, just sold, under contract, just worked with a buyer. Although you need to do that, people need to see that you are out working. Now, I'm not saying you should go post someone else's listing. I'm saying you could be in your car parked in park and you might do a video that says, hey, everyone, this, this was my week. I had three buyers. I had two sellers, um, but I have a little bit of a break this weekend. If you're thinking about buying or selling, send me a direct message or call me. Tell people what to do. You've got to convert. So you got to keep asking for the business. And number seven was always ask for referrals. People want to refer people that do well. They want to refer the busy folks because the busy people are the ones that get it done. And I, and, and I have people say, Carrie, you're so busy. I don't want to bother you. I'd rather you bother me, especially my agents, even if I don't answer the phone. If I don't answer, leave a message, send a text because it helps me know how to adjust. Yes, I'm very scheduled. I'm not busy. Sometimes I just need a break and I just turn my phone over. But if you don't um, reach out to if you don't post and look like you're busy, people don't know you're really in the business. And I've lost deals that way. And then your network must become your advocate for the real estate business. And some people might just refer you because you're consistently posting great content. So make sure you, you create a, um, the other bonuses, and this could be your number eight, is create a closing funnel for past clients. Like, how will you follow up annually uh, or monthly, quarterly, um, annually, holidays and birthdays? House anniversary is my favorite. So how will you follow up? 
So if you if you're just watching the re if you're just joining, I'm going to give you the the recap. If you are watching the replay, make sure you tell me in the feed you are watching the replay. So number one, how many deals you want in 2023? Number two, remember to use the formula for the, your best house to sell. Like go to your MLS, figure out the median sales price and what's selling. And then if you want to make 100,000, put in that median sales price. And um, so divide the 500,000, 5 million divided by whatever that number is. You'll know how many houses you need to sell. Number three, to build your sales funnel, you need to be consistent with your marketing, direct mail. And I didn't say email marketing, but all of it. You need to be consistent. Number four, you got to build relationships. You got to get outside network and listen to what other people's have, people has, they have to say, and you got to be, make a good connection. And for those of you that are like me, I don't remember, I won't remember your name. I need to break out a notebook. Uh, number five, when you receive a lead, convert and follow up. Use your CRM client relationship marketing tool. And number six, always ask for the building business, business. This is why you need your glasses on. And number seven, always ask for a referral. Your network must become your advocate. And don't wait till the end of the deal to ask for the referral. You, you may have done something dumb. They were mad at you and everybody else. Ask for the referral to, at the beginning. When you're sitting down, part of your buyer um, packet, a part of your listing packet, do you know if anyone else is thinking of buying or selling? Because I might want to reach out to them. Ask, ask, ask. You have not because you ask not. And number, kind of number eight, create a closing funnel for your past clients. How will you follow up? Monthly, quarterly, annually, holidays, birthdays, house anniversary. And let me say, I didn't add this, but we'll call this the number nine. What if you have in your sales funnel, the person that becomes a prospect, but they have bad credit? That's a different funnel. What if you have someone that's like, I don't want to buy until next year? That's a different funnel. Like one funnel could push them into a new funnel because now you have to put them into a different uh, drip campaign or you have to have a different way to follow up. You have to, your mail, that marketing might be a little bit different. It could be a handwritten note card that your staff or you're going to do every quarter. Hey, I'm just following up. And I know you said you didn't want to buy until July of 2023 or so, but let me tell you what's happening with the market. Like you have to keep following up because if you don't, you're going to see that property on the market and it won't be you. It's going to be the person that caught them outside because they were networking and they didn't pick you. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to do q and I'm going to look at Facebook to see who, if there are any questions. And if there is none, I might make you hop over to Instagram. So None on Facebook. So for all of you that are just watching me on Facebook, we're going to end Zoom. And I want to remind you to follow me on Instagram and on TikTok and join me on my YouTube channel because I create a 10-minute video every day to every week to teach you something. And it premieres every Wednesday at 9.30 a.m., I think. Premieres every Wednesday. And then join me on my podcast. So thanks for listening on Facebook and my podcast.